I used to roll back woods, rip the dawns, good wherever he goes. One million and one flows, depositing dough. Set you down with the mafia family, let me know. Yeah, number one, I don't do number two. They watching how I do, because I'm really hood. Red hoodie, gold jewelry, too groovy, might lose me. Don't approach with the foolery, keep the two on me, homie. You don't know me, rip the dawn, the one and only. The final part, part three, accepting Jesus. Present time. The fact of the matter is this, folks. I'm depending on Jesus every day. I do feel that because I'm not as wild as I used to be back in the you know my younger days, he doesn't have to break the realm or the, the laws of reality as much as he had to before. I think he's doing it a little bit differently now. Like, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know who you are. You see what I'm saying? I think he's doing stuff like that now where he's taking my voice and my message and he's bringing it to the right people. So if you're hearing my voice and you're hearing this story, for some reason that I can't explain, Jesus picked you to hear this. And that's where you have to start to like, okay, oh yeah. Because the world is made up of billions of people. And out of these billions of people, this message reached you. And the question that you have to start to ask yourself is why? I don't know the answer to that question. I'm not about to pretend like I know the answer to that question. But if you told me to guess, it'll be because you're chosen. You're a chosen you are a chosen person. When you saw this episode, something told you to click it. I don't know what it was. But I got some guesses. It's my belief that you're supposed to hear this story or these stories for a reason. And only you know why that reason is. I have no idea. So while the Lord doesn't necessarily do some of the things that I know he's done in my life, he does different things now. It's like, you know, being in a relationship with anybody. It matures. It goes through these different phases. As a baby, he had to keep me from falling off a cliff because I didn't know any better. Um, as a baby, he had to stop me from eating poison. As a baby, he had to stop me from hanging around, you know, toxic animals. And and, and, and so he had he was more involved. Like, hey, he about to fall. He about to because I was in the youth stages of my, my Christianity. So there was more obstacles in which I was going to, you know, fall into. And then through my teen years or, you know, the next stage up, he still had to protect me because now I'm I'm young and wild. So he still had to protect me. But as my walk in Christ has matured, because I've been a Christian probably since the age of what, like nine? Yeah, 24, 20, 20, 20, yeah, 24 years or something like that. Do the math for me. I don't like think my, my brain tired so about 24 years plus 20 years so now i'm at the point where it's like he trusts me to you know be pretty linear like okay i don't have to he's he's a grown man now but now he does different things like he takes my businesses and makes them prosperous as long as they're not glorifying the other side he takes my words and he magnifies them as long as i'm not talking like the other side because you got to pick a side i have to always look at anybody that's not aligned with our cause as a potential enemy who could be used, right? If you're a ant or if you're like a species, like a rabbit and you're placed in the wild, you trust rabbits, right? But it's like everything else, I don't trust it because I don't know what it, what it, what, what the, what the genet genetic makeup of it is. It could be dangerous. It could be safe. I don't know. You hope for the best, but you got to play the game the way you play it. But now that I'm in my 20th plus year of being a Christian in my walk in Christ, it's a different type of 
power that he brings into my life. He takes my words, he manufactures them, he spreads them to people, the right people, not everybody. Not everybody is gonna hear what I'm saying and receive it. You wanna know why? Because they're not chosen to. They don't have ears to hear it. Something in your life, whether something you experienced younger, whether it been you went to church two or three times and felt something, but just never had the time to get back, let me tell you something. You better make some time. <laughs> if you ain't saved and baptized, I don't know what you're doing that you think is more important than that. Because I'll tell you like this, things happen. I was watching a video the other day. It was some people that were all celebrating. They were on the ocean. And it was, hey, it was like a party. They was on a boat. The boat uh, swam past a mountain. And part of the mountain broke off. I, and they're, they're, hey, hey, turn it to, ah! It turned into screams. Because nobody expected that. Ever seen a mountain break off? Like a part of a mountain break off? Me either. Like, this, not the top and just roll down the mountain. I mean, like the side of the mountain just fall into the water. Never seen it. That taught me one thing. Like, literally, anything could happen at any time. And you got to be prepared. You got to make sure your 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 life is, is in, in order. Because you just don't know. You got to, you pray for the best, but you got to play for what it is. If you're on the fence on, about it, you might want to just go ahead and just jump over the fence. Best case scenario is, I'm wrong, this is all made up, you get to the other side, nothing happens. Worst case scenario, I'm absolutely correct. You get to the other side, you're not saved, you're not baptized, you don't have the Holy Ghost, dang, dang. That's all I got for you, bro. And you know what you're going to think in your head. You're going to go, I don't care how old you live from this point, you can be, you can live another 75 years. If you don't do anything and I'm right and you get to the other side and I'm right, you're going to think of this very day, this very second, this very moment, these very words. Watch. I don't even know <laughs> if I would, if it wasn't for the oath that I took to spread his goodness and his, his beautiful uh, ways, you know, I wouldn't be doing it. I'd be somewhere and enjoying the fruits of this decision. But it's like when you get to a space of freedom in your life, you want to you want other people to experience it. I have a joy that I can't explain. I think when people think about Christianity, it's like very rigid. Man, I'm, I, I don't feel like that. I, I feel very free. It's a weird feeling. I feel like I feel free and protected all the time. I feel free and protected all the time. I feel safe. I've been through some hard times. I've, I've encountered my bump or bruise or two, but now I'm in a space where I know that if those things happen, they're a part of his plan and I'm okay with it. Okay. And that's that. I don't want to go any further, but I am curious to see how the Lord, I, I, this is the one of, I just, I really wish that I could hear more from the people that watch this or listen to my podcast episodes or any of the things, my music included, so I can know what the Lord is doing with my voice because I don't know. Only thing I get in terms of feedback is, is is numbers a lot of times, analytics. But we know that analytics doesn't tell the complete story. If I could hear from the people that I'm talking to, because I can't hear you right now, and all for all intents and purposes, I'm talking to myself right now. But then again, I know I'm not doing that because I, I see the numbers go up, which means that somebody's receiving the message. Do me a favor. If you're hearing this message and you feel compelled to, reach out to me. Reach out to me and just say, hey, I heard your podcast. I just want to say hello. That's it. I'm mentally free, physically free, financially free, spiritually free, every free, romantically free. I feel great. If nothing else, I just want to share those things with you, explain my experiences, and uh, I, I would be remiss not to do this very, very important thing. I would say if you are prepared to accept Jesus, then I want to pray with you. And by the way, if you're not really interested, this is about where you leave. 
All right. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Lord Father, it is my belief that the person that's hearing my voice right now or the people that are hearing my voice right now, they're hearing it for a reason. For the person that's listening to me right now, if you are prepared to accept Christ as the head of your life, as your Lord and Savior, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I am prepared to accept you as my Lord and Savior. I am prepared for you to be the head of my life. Lord Jesus, I ask that you lead my life. Lord God, I accept you. Lord God, I ask you to accept me. Lord Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, you are the author and the illustrator of my life. Lord God, I give my life to you. These words I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that, my friend, you are saved. That's only one thing that you've knocked off of your to-do list. You got a lot more to do. I'll tell you some of these things right now. You need to go to a church and you need to go through this process again with a pastor. I'm not a pastor. I don't think you have to uh, be with a pastor to, to accept Christ. In fact, I'm almost 100% sure. However, I want to make sure that you go through the same things I, I went through, the channels. I would be remiss not to recommend the exact course that I've taken. Find you a church, tell the pastor you would like to accept Christ and do it for a second time. If you're not sure or clear, let me just point it out. I've been saved about five times because I wanted to make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure that I was saved about five times. No exaggeration. Okay. Like five different pastors have told me I'm saved. So I know I'm good. So I, I just pray with you and you just accepted Christ. But I want you to do it again and again and again. Just because. Just because. That's like having four car insurances. Would, would that hurt? No? Okay, good. You need to get baptized. Huge. Hugely important. Which is where the church comes in. While I do believe you can probably go into an ocean. I know you can because John the Baptist did it. Go into an ocean and have somebody who's ordained dip you in. There's not many people who would probably do that unless you can find them. So I will say the church is the best place. Get baptized. Get the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Learn, learn how to talk in tongues. That's something you have to pray about. Do some reading about how to get it. Mine's came through a pastor. So again, this is why the pastor is so important. Read your Bible. Start from Proverbs, Revelations, whatever you got to do. Read your Bible and get inundated with what the Word of God said. Here's the most important thing I can tell you. A lot of people believe in God or their versions of God. But that Bible is the authentic authenticator. You read those words, that's the official document. It's like knowing the law. The law books are written, but a lot of people take what they heard and they manufacture it to fit whatever they want to feel. The law is the law. The Bible is the law. No matter what I say or anybody else say, 
always proofread everything everybody says by going to that book. Open your book and read it and see what it says and go by that over me. Read what the Bible says about being saved. And whatever that Bible tell you to do, do that over what I'm telling you to do. Go to church. I started off in the church. I've been burned by a couple of churches, but it is what it is because it's ran by human beings and not every and human beings are not perfect. So you should expect that imperfect experience. You have to, when, you, when, you, when you're looking for a church, take the good with the bad. You're not going to find a perfect church. I, I, spoiler alert, okay? Find a church that hits a lot of your check marks though. Their leader has to be a good one. It has to be a strong leader. That want, and they can't be a prosperity preacher that's always talking about all the good things you're going to get. You want a pastor that's going to be authentic. They're going to tell you real situations. Going to tell you when they make mistakes. You, you'll know. You'll know when you see one that's okay. All right? I, I, I've seen some that's okay. I've seen some that's even a little bit above okay. None perfect, though. My last thing I'll tell you. There is a website that is miraculous. This website is called openbible.info. Go to that site. It is amazing. Anytime you have a question about anything, you type in whatever you have a question about into a box. When you click find out, the website will generate hundreds of scriptures about that thing that you're having questions about. For example, I went to openbible.info and I put in children. Look at what it's giving me. Scripture after scripture about children, all right? And this is how you can fact check anything. So you put in the Bible, uh, the Bible, this little app right here. What, is the Lord, what does the Bible say about being saved? Let's see what happens, being saved. And then look at all those scriptures that come up. You see that? That's what you want. That's that's your that's your authenticator. Whatever these scriptures say, that's law. Speaking of scripture, I think it will be completely bad if I don't show you what I'm working on. I'm working on a piece, a new piece, because many of you know I'm an artist. I'm working on a new piece called Him. This is my very first time showing this to the public. And you'll notice there are scriptures all throughout the artwork. Each of these scriptures talks about Jesus's real image and face and look and you know who he was in terms of his appearance my goal with this artwork is to create an artwork which shows what Jesus may have looked like based on scripture not based on somebody's interpretation and things of that nature so I am very very happy with the way that, uh, that this piece is coming along I'm gonna put this piece on the market at some point at my website or on my website richieknoxart.com as of right now i am still working i don't think that this piece will be done for a while if i'm being honest i got a lot to do a lot to do but i did want to show it because we're talking about accepting jesus we're talking about jesus so what time better than now to give you a little glimpse into a piece that i'm working on i think i did my job and i, I think i'm done